Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know, I've got a question as we kick off the program today, and I don't want to get into this really yet, but I just want to make sure I ask it because I have a feeling as I get back to some of these other things that we'll be talking about today, I might not get to it. But why, if you followed this thing with Russia and Biden, this, I say this thing, but just, just all the... Uh, you know, the, the, I don't know, the uh, official positions and threats and, you know, imminent invasion. And there's all this talk, right? All this, all this talk as to what might happen. But I, I find it interesting to say the least that part, what Biden has now come out and said he's going to do to punish Russia is to shut down a pipeline. Now, I have a question, and I sincerely mean this to those on the left who are listening. Why is it considered a punishment if Biden shuts down a pipeline that's taking gas? I don't know if it's to or from Russia. Either way, it's going to hurt them economically. Why is that considered a punishment? Yet, it's a good thing when Biden shuts down pipelines here in the U.S. That's not necessarily a rhetorical question. It's just, it's amazing to me as I watch the way the news media presents these you know, stories of the day and what's happening and so forth. The way they can sp- <laughs> they can spin two stories in the you know the case of of a U.S. pipeline versus the situation where uh, Russia's pipeline might be shut down. One is framed as a good thing. In the case here of the United States, Keystone and all these other pipelines. And then it's a bad thing for Russia to have to deal with. I mean, is it a punishment or is it uh, is it a punishment to have the pipeline or is it a punishment to not to have it? It seems to me if it was a punishment not to have it, Biden would tell him we're going to build 10 more pipelines. And we're, <laughs> and we're going to you know, send all kinds of oil and gas through those things and just destroy your environment. Seems to me that would be the consistent position the left would take. Anyway, welcome to the program today, my friends. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Questions and thoughts and opinions and feedback. Maybe even answer to that question. And I welcome it. Leftist, you can you can write me. We can be friends. I promise you we can be friends. If you want to be. If you don't want to be, then it was not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but I take... A great pleasure in telling you that all of us can get along if you so desire. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com is where you can write me. I do my best to get back as frequently. I try to get back with everybody, but sometimes that's just not in the cards. But I do that as quickly as possible. Good to be here today. Um, so let's let's get back. I want to I want to start today by talking about the situation in. In Canada, specifically Ottawa, they're upping the ante. They, the government, are upping the ante 
uh, on this trucker, this convoy of truckers. By the way, there are now also, um, I saw some tractors now in the capital city of Ottawa. So all sorts of things are happening uh, there on the ground. Police are now reportedly, I can say beyond reportingly, my uh, my wife forwarded me a, a video on, I don't know, Instagram. I think she gets on Instagram. Instagram today where the police were literally seizing fuel from truckers. It didn't appear to me. Of course, you never know with these videos, right? I mean, um, we don't know what happened before or after, but I'm aware of no legitimate reason here uh, to take under what 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 law again I'm not a Canadian law expert please don't misunderstand me but under what law are they acting in this manner taking fuel uh, from the truckers not only that let's say you're a civilian someone who's not part of this trucker convoy and you say you know what we've had enough here in Canada we've had enough I want to support these protesters GoFundMe has taken down the you know the the site only are giving they're they're only giving refunds to people who tried to donate to this cause because um, they're only giving refunds automatically because they were essentially forced to do the right thing by some attorneys general here in the United States saying, "Hey, this seems fraudulent to us. Someone gives you makes a donation on your site, your platform." And they specifically say that they want to have those funds go to this trucker convoy. And for you to say, nope, not going to do it, going to send it to, again, probably Biden's 2024 re-election, if, if there is such a thing. I'm not sure we'll make it to the 2024 election at this particular point in time. But anyway, that's tongue-in-cheek if you're a leftist. this isn't That wasn't meant to be taken literal, although there is certainly truth in the idea that we are in a... <laughs> A hell of a lot worse, forgive my uh, phrase there, hell of a lot worse condition as a nation today than we were 13, <laughs> 13 months ago. Did, can you believe Trump was president 13 months ago? I mean, it sounds, I, I, I shudder to think what can happen in the next 13 months. Anyway, so now they're going to arrest in, in, in Canada people who bring fuel. They're going to take it from the truckers. If you try to bring them fuel, they're going to potentially arrest you. And my question is why? Does this sound, folks, in all honesty, take away your personal opinions on a vaccine. Take away who you voted for in the 2020 election. Take away all your thoughts, opinions on stolen election, January 6th, Trump's tweets, Biden's inability to complete a sentence, whatever, put all that aside and just ask yourself this question. Is this is this a legitimate response of any government? As I said yesterday, I know this government is in Canada, right? I, I understand that. But folks, what our founders, what our founders established in this country, what they established and really what they discovered and put into writing was that the rights of people come from God. 
the rights that we all have as human, human beings come from our creator. And so governments may not acknowledge those. That doesn't mean that people don't have those. So I'm asking the question, under what what possible reason, what possible reason can these forces, these police forces in Ottawa have for confiscating, taking the fuel of truckers, and then threatening to arrest people who bring them fuel? I know they're honking their horns. My goodness, the audacity of these folks to honk horns in a city. In the, in the nation's capital, in Ottawa. Now, residents say they feel unsafe. Unsafe. And folks, I look, I am... <laughs> we've been consistent on this. I've made it clear in here before, if there's X number of thousand people, whatever that number is, it doesn't really matter. If you take a significantly large number of any group of people... You are going to find within the midst of those people, criminals, and even potentially some really wicked and evil people. That is called the law of averages, right? So you take, for example, you may be someone that listens to this program every day, and I welcome you. You may be a conservative through and through, but you may not be a Christian. You, You know, if you listen to the program, a Christian conservative. That's fine. We can, again, as I said off the top, we can still be friends. But we both can't be right, I'll tell you that. But, be that as it may, some people, some people say, I don't, Gandhi's known for saying this, I like their Christ, I don't like their Christians, right? Now, to a certain point, if you claim as a Christian to have had an encounter with the living God, people should expect that you've been changed. That seems like something that in my mind, should change a person, especially when a person claims that by being a Christian, the Spirit of God dwells inside of that individual, right? And so there should be evidence. It doesn't mean that we'll be perfect. That won't come this side of heaven. But there should be evidence that people can see a change. So there is truth. There's a truth here that says that Christians should look different. But at the same time, in the midst of Christians or non-Christians or Jews or Muslims or whatever other group, white people, black people, Asians, in every group, every single group, there are going to be people who are criminal. There are going to be people who do evil things. Even I, I, I pick something that I am Christian to, to simply say, look, I may express the same belief as someone else expresses, but it doesn't mean I condone everything that he or she would do. Heck, folks, there's days I don't condone the things that I do, right? That's called being a human being and coming up short. Now, that shouldn't be a pass to simply do whatever I want whenever I feel like it and say, ah, no big deal. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying that there's a difference when you look to these truckers. This is what I'm getting to. When you look at these truckers and there's accusations of, I've seen some of these articles. In fact, I'm going to pull up one that I thought I had here um, from NPR, which, of course, I love. I love NPR. In fact, I might even read it in my NPR voice. Um, But just the way that they present this, I mean, the the number of tickets that have been given out. And if you read down in the article, which we'll do, and we'll look at that, 
you know, and some of the things, you know, at first they give you the number of tickets that are written because they're wanting to, I'm telling you, they're wanting to paint an image of these people that says, oh, these people are causing chaos. And there may be individuals that are, right? We're not there. And something else I want to get to, this is the perfect storm of, of what's happening in Ottawa and on a lot of different levels. And one of the levels is that we have no idea. We have literally no idea if we should trust what we're being told coming out of Ottawa. Because the media folks, as Trump said, is deceitful. As I say, they are professional deceivers. As Trump said, they're an enemy of the people. And by the way, a lot of Americans agree with that sentiment. Doesn't mean that negative coverage of Trump or conservatives or whatever is the you know just reporting on something that happened is is makes them the enemy of the people. But when they when they make it their intention not to provide information, but instead to shift opinion and to get a desired result, that my friends makes you the enemy of the people because you're trying to deceive deceive and mislead them. So there's a there's a perfect storm which I want to get to as well. Uh, what's brewing what's brewing in Ottawa. But we're being painted this picture that these are just you know a bunch of rebel rousers that are out there trying to cause a ruckus, causing all sorts of discomfort. Do you remember any of this reporting by the way when cities were literally burning to the ground with Black Lives Matter? Do you remember any of this when um, Michael, what was the Ferguson? Michael Browns was the stepfather. And I get the emotion. Please do not misunderstand me that whether or not the, the officer, which he was justified, but Officer Wilson was justified in what he did to defend himself against Michael Brown. But whether or not that's true or not, I understand. Uh, I, I can somehow empathize i've never been there but i can empathize with what a parent must feel like having lost a son even if even if what i just said is true that he was uh you know the officer's actions and firing and, and using his weapon and using deadly force were justified i can still understand the 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 sadness and the emotion and the rage and all those feelings coming out but i remember let's burn this blank down he shouted from the top of a car from some podium in the city of ferguson back several several years ago it's any any time one of these uh anytime a group or an organization that votes democrat or that's walking in uh, that's in agreement with the radical left anytime they have an opportunity or anytime they're in the the limelight because of what's happening at a particular protest which sometimes can turn into a riot many times can turn into a riot which by the way if you find bricks flying through the air if you find a fire being started or people dancing on cop cars kicking in windshields you've ceased attending a peaceful riot at protest and you're now finding yourselves in the middle of a riot right and so there, there's that is excused but yet if they find one or two or however many truckers in Ottawa, which who knows if we can even trust some of this stuff is my question because I candid, I candidly don't. I don't trust. There's a few people that I trust uh, in media, but the fact of the matter is, if they work at CNN or they work at MSNBC, I know what their intentions are. Their intentions are to spin this so that it helps their political narrative 
helps their fledgling programs and whatever else. But it's not to give you truth. It just isn't. I mean, I, it, Jeff Zucker's gone now. But even so, we have, there's Project Veritas caught him on on video. I mean, doing some really incredibly, uh, not even questionable, just bad things when he was on those conference call with his with his personnel, his team, trying to tell them what to cover and make sure it's negative news about Trump and all this. That's what we're dealing with. And so we can't, I don't even know what to believe coming out, coming out of Ottawa, but I do know because I've seen this, and actually there's multiple reports and video of this. Police are taking the fuel of these truckers, and they're threatening to arrest people who bring them fuel. I find that to be completely out of bounds and out of line. I don't see in what universe there's any logical or reasonable explanation for that. Um, And if you read the allegations and what people are most upset about, it's things like horn honking and causing traffic jams, which I'm not saying you should be able to just block the flow of traffic and bring a city economically to its knees, but you have to have the right to protest. It's a God-given right. If you're to live under the authority of a government and they are doing things that directly impact your life in negative ways, you absolutely have to have a recourse to express your anger, frustration, rage, unhappiness, whatever the emotion, and to try to get it fixed. Absolutely unequivocally. That's the starting point of where this thing began with the truckers. They are being forced to get vaccinated if they transport what shipments across state lines, not states, provinces, I guess, provincial lines in Canada. And these folks say, no, this is you've gone way beyond your authority as a government already. And now you're trying to force this. We've had enough. They're protesting. There's a lot of them and they've got a lot of support. But they're being they're being demonized here in ways that is simply not consistent from where I sit. Now, I could turn out to be wrong. Maybe there's a bunch of bad stuff happening, but I got to be honest with you. I don't believe it just because Reuters says it. In fact, when I read what they say, the headlines don't seem to match the details of the story. That's what I see. So I want to go through that when we get back. also want to talk um, about a couple of other things as the program unfolds as well. Sit tight, my friends. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your one and only host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. By the way, program brought to you by one of my friends, uh, Greg Hubler. Greg Hubler Chevrolet in beautiful Canby. Canby located just a little bit south of Indianapolis State Road 67. If you are in the market for a vehicle, new or used, I encourage you to consider... Going to Canby, looking online at greghubelerchevy.com. There's also dealers. Greg's got a couple of other dealerships uh, to the north and uh, what north and east of Indianapolis, Muncie, Marion. But greghubelerchevy.com is where you can shop and see what vehicles are available, new or used. 
Uh, Greg, again, will take good care of you. Took care of us when we were in the market for our Ford F-350 and consider, uh, just ask that you consider giving him a chance to earn your business. Greg Hubler, Greg Hubler, Chevy.com, Greg Hubler, Chevy.com. So let's, let's get to this article I've referenced in, in NPR, NPR.org. Which don't even get me started on the .org stuff. But anyway, um, let's read part of this to figure out what's happening in, in Ottawa. And I will do my best NPR voice here. Ottawa declares a state of emergency over truckers' growing anti-government protests, writes Rachel Treisman. The so-called, the so-called Freedom Convoy that arrived in Ottawa more than a week ago in protest... To protest, the Canadian government's vaccine mandate for cross-border truckers has been honking horns. Sorry, I can't. I can't even contain the the incredulity that I have whenever I, I look at this honking horns, folks. We, I'm not defending if they're laying on the horns honking all night and you know residents can't function and get to. But you you live in a capital city. Getting the attention of the governor, the, the the prime minister Trudeau, is a necessary thing, right? And so, I, what are they supposed to sit there? Can they not honk their horns ever? Can they? I mean, well, how many decibels can they speak? At some point, at some point, the way that they're being limited in expressing their outrage is not a constitutional. Well, is not a. I know Canada has. Uh, different ways of looking at these things. But again, I'm starting, forget about all that. I'm starting with the the premise that our founders built this nation upon, which is all men are created equal and are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And they enumerated some of those in our constitution. One of those says that the rights granted to human beings by their creator, God, is the right to petition their government for a redress of grievances. And that's what these truckers are doing. Their grievance... My dad was a union rep for years. I'm familiar about this grievance process in general or how it works with, with unions and so forth. You file a grievance against uh, the powers that be, and you say, hey, I don't want to put – I don't want to take the vaccine, right? I just – I want to do my job. By the way, as I have been for the past two years when this pandemic was running you know, rampant – and I didn't have any protection. I still did my job. We made sure people had toilet paper on the shelves. Toilet paper. Oz looked at me like I was... Cr- but to- there was not toilet paper, Oz. You remember this. On the shelves in a lot of places. And all the problems we've had with, with Biden's empty Christmas shelves here and Trudeau's <laughs> empty Christmas shelves in Canada. This is how... If, if Trump was president or some conservative was president in Canada, they'd be blamed for all these things. But they're not being blamed for these things because, again, they're being coddled by the uh, adoring, fawning media. But this, there's a there's a right to to file a grievance to say, hey, what you are doing is not acceptable. It is not a good thing. Your rule, your regulation. The activity you're engaging in is personally harming me, and I want you to know about it, and I want you to change it. That's what this is. That's what this is. 
Now, again, there could be outliers if this is something else, but the core of this mission has been clear from the beginning. That's their, that's their intent. That's why they, they went there. But as the NPR article points out, which now there's a state of emergency that's been declared. And when explaining why there's been a state of emergency, the very first example that they give, NPR gives, is that trunkers have been honking horns. Does that sound like something that is worthy of declaring an emergency over honking horns. I sleep with the fan. I think if you sleep with the fan, I don't hear any of that stuff. Just go buy a box fan. Ironically, the box fans are at your stores because these truckers brought them to begin with. But be that as it may, NPR continues here um, saying that they've been honking, the truckers have been honking horns, blocking downtown streets and disturbing residential neighborhoods. Keep in mind, again, the headline is talking about Ottawa declaring a state of emergency. Let me get back here to NPR for a moment before I have to take the break. Get back to my NPR voice. They faced little pushback from law enforcement until this weekend when officials in the Canadian capital ramped up their response by ticketing protesters, confiscating their fuel, and declaring a state of emergency. What? Ticket? So... You can't you can't universally defend again ticketing protesters. I'm sure, as I've said off the top, that someone somewhere deserved to be ticketed, right? I just the law of averages will demand that. Confiscating their fuel, major head scratcher to me. How in the world is this justifiable? That that's a major problem issue to me. And then of course declaring a state of emergency. What does this sound so far? Does this sound like something that would make a legitimate government declare a state of emergency? Let's go back to the article. Mayor Jim Watson told the CBC that the emergency declaration will will help police and city uh, city staff get the resources they need faster. <laughs> We're in the midst of a serious emergency, the most serious emergency our city has ever faced. And we need to cut the red tape to get these supplies available to our police officers and to our public works staff, he said. So they're declaring a public emergency because they're not staffed. They're not ready for this. I mean, What were they doing? I know, Oz, I got to take a break. But what were they doing when they watched this convoy coming across the pretty big nation of, of Canada? Were they playing golf? Well, they weren't playing. Well, they might have been flying, probably flying around somewhere in their private jets, maskless, probably attending some sporting event or some event that everyone else has to be masked up, socially distanced and all this sort of stuff while they're out there living it up mask-free, again, jetting around in private jets. Who knows what they were doing, but probably something that fits into one of those categories. Just, again, law of averages here with how politicians behave. Politicians gone wild here. But this... This is this is being painted as something serious. And remember, remember here, um, NPR's covered all sorts of real riots from groups like Black Lives Matter, and just like GoFundMe, the, the what the communists over there, I guess GoFundMe ha- have um, had all sorts of 
accounts that have given money to people like Chaz and Chop before they ran out of clean underwear and orange wedges and Capri Suns. Had to run back to mommy's basement to get that taken care of. But they were no problems. None of that stuff was a problem. None of it was a problem whatsoever. But this, truckers go to protest the vaccine mandate, and it is dangerous. It's worthy of a declaration of emergency. They're taking fuel. Does this sound legitimate to you? It doesn't to me, my friends. And again, I don't know all the information. I mean, I read this stuff, but I don't trust these jokers who are telling me the things that they're telling me, telling all of us. Um, but I'm going to read a little bit more of this. Let me see if I can... <clears throat> clear my NPR voice when we get back from the break, but I, the, the, some of these examples, it's it sounds like maybe something that would happen. I, it sounds like Super Bowl celebration. We have the Super Bowl, I'm not even allowed to say that, the big game coming up this next weekend, right, between the Rams, between two NFL teams. I don't know if I can say the names, the way the NFL, you know, puts the rules on you. But there's two teams in a football league that play for the championship that has a name. And these two teams are going to, one of them is going to be the winner. They're going to go back and celebrate in their city. And I'm telling you, the things that are going to happen, I don't hope that they happen, but just over time, what we've learned is people tear things up when they win, their, their team wins the Super Bowl. It's going to be more intense than what I'm reading here. That's what it sounds like to me. And I've got to take a break. Long in this segment. Folks, sit tight back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So I'm, I'm going to share with you. Well, let me finish this NPR. I'm not going to read the whole piece. I can't. I can't even. I think I'll fall asleep using my NPR voice with just how boring the article is. But. I'm just teasing, the kind of teasing. But let's skip down to the bottom of the article, right? I mean, I don't know how far we skip down here. We skip down a little ways here. Um, let's see. Okay. So I'm, I'm skipping down. I'm not deliberately leaving anything out. I'm just trying to get to the point, the part that, hits what I really want to, to talk about here. This is what it says. The Ottawa Police Service said on Sunday that it had issued more than 450 tickets since the previous morning after, quote, demonstrators exhibited extremely disruptive and unlawful behavior, with a U, which presented risks to public safety and unacceptable distress for Ottawa residents. The violations included... You ready for this, by the way? Keep in mind. Keep in mind, state of emergency. Keep in mind, state of emergency here. These violations included excessive noise, use of fireworks, driving on the sidewalk, red light violations, stunt driving. I like to see what that one is, by the way. Stunt drive. What? And suspended licenses. And on Sunday, the police ticketed 100 people, seized vehicles, and arrested seven individuals primarily for mischief. Mischief, by the way. Mischief. The notices were issued for excessive honking. I can't can't even. Driving the wrong way. Not wearing seatbelts. Not wearing seatbelts, by the way, folks. 
having alcohol readily available. Of course, they have to have the alcohol readily available now because they're probably freezing their back ends off out there and they're being having their fuel confiscated as though, again, this is openly reported now that they're confiscating fuel. Uh, but, but, but where did I leave off here? And other traffic violations. Police. Well, I'm, I'm not going to continue reading, but you get the idea, right? So there's other 75, or and I'm sorry, 97 criminal offense uh, investigations that are open, primarily involving mischief. I'm reading here from the article, thefts, hate crimes, and property damage. Folks, if, if laws are being violated, I got no problem with this. But just, I, what I want you to do is compare and contrast that with what I'm going to read to you after the break. Because Oz is over here reminding me it's time, past time to take a break. I want to read to you. I mentioned last segment, there's an NFL championship game that I can't say the name of that happens a week, um, this coming weekend. It's got two football teams that I'm not sure if I should say the names of or not that are going to play. And they're going to, whoever wins, there's going to be a party. And not just a party. Sometimes things like riots break out. I want to read to you. I want you to, I want to compare, legitimately compare a recent Super Bowl uh, victory celebration, a riot in a city with what I just read to you. And remember, what I just read to you about Ottawa is worthy of declaration state of emergency, right? And I want to read with you, read to you or share the story of a post-Super Bowl victory celebration in the city of Philadelphia. Brotherly Love, city of Brotherly Love back four years ago. Quick timeout, my friends, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. I can't, as, I, as I'm preparing during the break to, to read this to you, this is, uh, let's see, this is BBC News. This is dated February 5th, 2018, so almost exactly four years ago. Um, looting and rioting rock victorious Philadelphia. This is when the football NFL football team from Philadelphia, known as the Eagles, Won the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if I should say that. Anyway, I want to read this to you. And I want to compare and compare and contrast this with what I just read to you about what's worthy of a state of emergency in Ottawa, Canada. Incidents of rioting and looting have taken place in the U.S. city of Philadelphia as fans celebrated a historic, it should be an historic, I believe, Super Bowl win on Sunday. Social media pictures showed scenes of chaos as tens of thousands of Philadelphia Eagles fans rejoiced. A police officer is among those reported injured. Do you remember me reading about police officers being injured in Ottawa? Cars and shop fronts have been damaged and looted. Oh, yes, but despite, this is the part of this I love the most, but despite the unruly crowds after the game, police officials say the celebrations were mostly peaceful. If you go down here, um, bear with me here. Someone tweeted right after someone was listening to the scanner in Philadelphia that night and said, you've got to check out the Philly police scanner. It's crazy. They've already got Philly PD, PA state, Pennsylvania state police, SWAT, riot, and Marine units 
requesting Homeland Security and National Guard. Oh, and they arrested an off-duty cop. That, again, that's a tweet from same date, uh, February 5th, 2018. Um, again, when the Eagles beat the New England Patriots. Um, continues here. People were reported brawling, flipping over cars, scaling the city gates, uh, city hall gates, I should say, mounting garbage trucks, what? And attempting to tear down traffic lights and lampposts. Some fans jumped into crowds from a height, but not without injury, as one police officer reported, saying this is extremely horrible. We need rescue here. We got somebody horribly injured from a call uh, from a fall. Unconfirmed reports of an explosion. I didn't even see this last segment or uh, during the break. In the ninth district, may have been or have been attributed to a power line. Oh, okay. While others suggested that it may have been a fireworks set off in celebration. Looting and destruction was reported at multiple convenience shops as well as the department store chain Macy's. There were also unconfirmed reports of two police horses being stolen <laughs> and recovered. Um, oh my heavens, help us. I'm not reading that part. Uh, Philadelphia Zoo tweeted that despite rumors no ostrich rustlers had broken into the zoo... <laughs> Oz like that one. What about this one, Oz? A video was posted online of a man in an Eagles jersey kneeling on the ground and appearing to eat horse fill-in-the-blank as appalled fans cheered him on. Um. So again, this, this one is described as mostly peaceful. The one that had um, people running red lights and not wearing seatbelts trying to gas up their trucks, um, that one was worthy of a state of emergency declaration in the city of Ottawa in Canada. I'll let you describe and decide for yourself if you think these two things are remotely reconcilable. I know they're different places, different times, different cities and nations, uh, but it's clear what's going on here. Is it not? Back in just a minute. <laughs> So it sounds like, it sounds like I was kind of accurate when I said there will be more potentially, and I hope not, please, I'm not, I'm not trying to wish that. I'm just, I'm just saying that it appears to me that there has been more violence after teams have won the NFL championship game, which has another name, which I won't say, than these truckers are causing in the city of Ottawa, Canada. And we know why. I mean, it's obvious why. And this is what the folks want to do who are on the wrong side of these things with mandates and government force and authoritarianism. They want to just shut you up, get you out of there, whatever, move on with life. I've got to go, folks. Trucker, stand firm. SCG, see you tomorrow. Take care. Has it been-